Holy Mary, Mother of God. Beloved in Christ, just a quick one. What did you hear from the reading? Listen attentively to the book of the law, okay? To proclaim good news to the poor. The joy of the Lord is your stronghold. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm -hmm. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I've not heard from this side. This text is being fulfilled even as we listen to it now. He has given me the power to heal the sick. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 You see, what was happening in the first reading is exactly what we do on Sundays. I've always said it, and it's true. All that we teach as a church, all that the church teaches us, is rooted in the scriptures. But our problem is that we don't take our time to go through the scriptures. Listen to what, and we must take note, you see, the scriptures are supposed to pay, we are supposed to pay attention to them. Listen to what um, the gospel says. Luke says, I in my turn, after carefully going over the whole story, Luke carefully went through the whole story. The story about who? About Jesus. After he carefully, he did it hastily, he took his time and went through the word of God. And in the first reading, we are told, what happened? Nehemiah, Ezra the priest, brought the law. What is the law? The word of God. The law of God. The word of God. That is the law. Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, consisting of men, women, and children enough to understand. In fact, he repeats that again. He said, this was the first day of the seventh month. On the square before the water gate, in the presence of the men and women and children old enough to understand. You've heard that. Old enough to understand is repeated. In the first part he said, old enough to understand. Why? Because the word of God is meant to be understood. And if we rush through it, we can't understand. And that is why Luke will tell us that he said he took his time and carefully went through it. This morning, Mother Church is reminding each one of us to pay particular attention to what we hear in church. The Word of God and what we read in our homes. We are supposed to read the Word of God attentively, carefully, so that we can understand. Why? Because in the Word of God is contained something about each one of us. In fact, not even something, but all about us. All that has to do with me is contained in the Word of God. And all that has to do with you is contained in the Word of God. David will tell us in the, response, in, uh, in the, uh, in the Psalms, Psalm 47, he says, in the book of the law, it is written of me. In the book of the law. No wonder Jesus read the gospel today and said what? This, this, what you are hearing is fulfilled. 
Why? Because the passage of scripture he was reading was talking about him. So there is a portion of scripture that talks about each one of us. God has written everything concerning us here. This is a sure prophecy. The word of God is sure prophecy for each one of us. And so we must give special attention to the word of God. And that is why the responsible psalm is crucial. It says what? The first part of the responsible psalm says, The law of the Lord is perfect. The word of God is perfect. It revives the soul. Many a time, I don't know about you, but there are times that I feel down, so to speak. I'm not myself. And I can attest to the power in the word of God. I just take the word of God and I, take, I go through maybe the gospel of the day or the sounds of the day and I meditate. And by the time I finish, I am revived. And that is what we see in the first reading. We are told that people sat throughout the whole day, from morning till afternoon, listening to what? The word of God. What a congregation. They had time. They sat down, we are told. Ezra read from morning till noon. Then Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. Then they bowed down, face to the ground, prostrated themselves before the Lord. And Ezra read from the law of God, translating and giving the sense to that, so that the people understood what was read. All the people stood up as he read the word of God. This day, then Nehemiah, his excellency, and Ezra the priest said to all the people, This day is sacred to the Lord your God. Do not be mournful. Do not weep. For the people were all in tears as they listened to the words of the Lord. He then said, Go, eat the fat, drink the sweet wine, and send a portion to the man who has nothing prepared ready. For this day is sacred to our Lord. Do not be sad. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The people listened attentively and they understood and they heard and they were in tears. Friends, the word of God is alive. And if only we pay special attention, read it carefully, our souls will be revived. And when we are down and we go to the word of God, we will hear the word of God telling us, do not be sad. Rejoice because the joy of the Lord is your strength. If joy will give us strength, then sorrow and sadness will make us weak. But God wants us to be strong. That is why Jesus will tell us in the Gospels, these words I have spoken to you. I have spoken them to you so that your hearts may rejoice. The word of God brings us joy. And joy is our strength. Friends, we are supposed to be strong Christians, not weak Christians. And that is the mind of the church for each one of us, towards each one of us, the mind of God. That we hear the word of God, we receive it in faith and act on it. And one of the ways we can act on the word of God today, every word, anytime we read, there's an assignment for us. We only need to meditate well and get the sense in it. Today, Nehemiah told the people, he then said, go eat the fat, drink the sweet wine, and send a portion to the man who has nothing. For this day is sacred to our Lord. 
One assignment we can pick from here is what? He says we should go home and eat and drink and send a portion to the man. In other words, we should reach out and care for one another. And that confirms what the second reading is talking about. We all being one body in Christ, though of different parts. We are supposed to care for one another. St. Paul asked the question, all of us, if we all say we are the eyes or the mouth, how will the body work? If we all want to be the legs, how will the body eat? No mouth. Each one of us plays a very important role in the, in the body of Christ. And we must learn to appreciate one another and care for one another. If one suffers, he says, the whole body suffers. If one is happy, the whole body should rejoice. Think about it. If I dress like this with a shoe and I'm walking about in town, I dress very well, necktie, everything, and I have no shoes on and I'm walking in town, seriously, necktie on, coat, everything without shoes, what will people think about me? They say I'm crazy. Why? Because the feet are not taken care of. Is there something wrong with the dressing? In the same way, when each one of us, that's why we should be concerned about one another. We are a body. So when somebody is not in the right frame of whatever, for whatever reason, we should be concerned about that because if one of us here, if something happens to, let's say, a Ghanaian, involved in something negative, it affects all of us indirectly somehow. Okay, so that is the import St. Paul wants us to have, to carry through. Let us care for one another. And so, in our context here in Rome, I want to ask you, as we live today, let us ask ourselves, in which way can I show concern to my fellow brother or sister here in Rome? Those of us who come, I mean the Catholic community, in which way can I show concern? In which way can I show concern? In which way can I demonstrate that I care for my brother, I care for my sister? And let us remember that anytime we act on the word of God, we see blessings. Anytime we obey God, we act on his word, we receive blessings. And as we think of these ways, let us reach out and act on the word of God. It goes on to say, the rule of the Lord is to be trusted. What's the rule of the Lord? That is the word of God. It is meant to be trusted. Sometimes we read the word of God and we hardly go through. How can you trust something you don't understand? And this brings us back to what St. Luke is telling us. And he was writing the letter to who? Theophilus. What's the meaning of Theophilus? Love of God or love of God. What is the meaning of your name? Do you know the meaning of your name? You know the meaning of your name? You don't know. You have to find out. <laughs> it's very important. If you are here, you don't know the meaning of your name, find out. Next Sunday, we'll ask each other again. Next Sunday is an assignment for all of us who ask the meaning of our names. It's very important. Theophilus here means, Theophilus is what? Lover of God. And this is what the task Luke took upon himself. Luke assigned himself. To write an ordered account, that is the word of God, to evangelize Luke, uh, Theophilus, so to speak. So that was Luke's assignment. 
you and I, our assignment today, one, is to find out in which way I can show concern concretely to my brothers and sisters in this community. That is one. And two, is to also find out what? The meaning of our names. And three, is to make sure that like Luke, who carefully took his time to go through the word of God, the stories about Jesus, and rewrite in his own account, we should also take our time from today on, onwards, pay attention and carefully read the word of God. Spend time with the word of God. And I'll add even a fourth one or even a fifth one, to be like the community of Ezra and Nehemiah. These were people who had time for the word of God as a community. They sat down and they listened to the word from morning till afternoon. I'm aware that when we have the, our meetings at SBD House, a few times have come, we are not many. We don't have time. Let us wake up and be like this community. They had time together to listen to the word of God. Our times, not only on Sundays, but our prayer times and our meeting times also at the SBD House, let us make time. It's very, very important. Friends, we are a body. And we need one another. We pray that this morning, God's word indeed, as we read in the Responsorial Psalm, God's word will provoke in us to utter words from our mouths that are acceptable to God. And indeed prompt our hearts also and our thoughts will be acceptable to him. We pray for these graces in this month. Amen.